Hello, good morning, good lunchtime, or good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I hope you're smiling. Anyways, welcome to another Fresh Baked Bread episode. And once again, I am not alone. We have my very amazing, special, talented twin sister, Jasmine, joining. This time, we are talking about your state of being and why it's so important to give a shit about it. Jasmine and I both have very strange lives and this time we are meeting you in Australia. We've just spent a few months in Europe and upon arriving after a 30-hour flight we realized that we both really don't know what's going on with our lives. In this episode you're going to learn how we're fixing it. You're going to learn how we are becoming the quote bad bitch versions of ourselves once again because it's not about controlling your life it's about being confident in your life and that is the end goal building that confidence through discipline through routines and through feeling proud of yourself and doing things that make you feel like you and it all centers back to your state of being but before we progress with the episode if you could do me one huge favor and rate fresh baked bread on whatever platform you're listening to us on five stars that would really really help me out and make me smile today so if you do that that'll be really really awesome um i will owe you one i'll shout you a kombucha if we've crossed paths and i'm gonna let you hold me to that one anyways without further ado enjoy the episode i love you been traveling for again so we we spent a month in london and now we flew to australia so we're in australia right now um we're currently recording in a caravan named priscilla at a house set that we're doing and it's a bit windy the caravan shaking um okay if this is your first ever time listening to the fresh baked bread podcast hello this is ella your host this is basically an adventure where i talk to people who are very smart and teach us stuff and i have a twin sister and a really weird life and my twin sister is currently sharing my really weird life with me because she has a really weird life too they're kind of intertwined they are intertwined it's like a braid basically we thought my microphone was broken because we've been traveling a lot and going through um the london uh underground system with <laughs> hot pink suitcases i thought maybe that's done it my, my i didn't pack my microphone well enough because um see the train doors open and close very quickly in london and when you've got big suitcases and a broken arm it can get pretty difficult so you kind of have to throw your luggage in and out of the train you know it was oh my god that was so australian sounding um it was a little bit difficult also another thing i feel like my accent is morphing into a strange combination of all of the places that we've been in the past couple of months because i think i have a tendency to start to copy um other people's 
you know, accents. What were we going to talk about today? We were going to talk about, we'll just get straight into it, shall we? We're talking about anxiety. Kind of. More so state of being, I think, when it comes to anxiety and who you are when you're anxious. You see, okay, so there's this concept of a state of being, right? But the the thing is, with a state of being, a lot of people tend to think that their state of being or their state is themselves because it's kind of like your state is basically just like a a memorized feeling it's the way that you feel and we have a base state or a baseline and for a lot of us I think that that can be either anxious or sad or depressed or whatever and sometimes maybe you're not so aware of it because you distract yourself by going and doing all of like going on your phone or I don't know smoking drinking vaping doing anything even like things that are supposed to be healthy for you like meditation those are literally just distractions to take you away from your state because sometimes it can be really hard to be in your state we'll call them external sources of dopamine and maybe if you've listened to the dopamine episode that we did dopamine detox episode this was a singleton episode and the episode that I did those are all distractions but they're also quick escapes to easy dopamine so your brain gravitates towards them to distract you from this negative state of being a little bit because it knows that by doing these activities such as scrolling endlessly or sugar or things like that it will make you feel better so quickly but then the thing is once that dopamine is used once you go back to baseline you still have that underlying feeling so it's like a lot of the you know quick fixes out there it doesn't cure the underlying problem it doesn't even look at it if you think of it like you have a baseline right this it's like this in dopamine as well so you have a dopamine baseline and that's just kind of like how you feel generally so if you remove yourself from all of the like distractions and you just kind of say you know how you feel when you're sitting on the toilet yeah <laughs> when you're on the toilet and you've done your business and there's not and there's nothing to distract you anymore that kind of feeling that you have essentially this is from my experience today as well not that i go to the toilet because i'm an alien and i don't do that stuff and, and you're just kind of being and then you have this feeling, this kind of feeling when there's no distractions at all. Could be like even when you just got out of the shower or you're standing in front of the mirror in the morning. Or you, when you wake up, it's just like that feeling that you have the second that you wake up in the morning. When there's no other distractions, that's like your baseline. So that is kind of where you're at at the moment. And if it's not so great, then it doesn't mean that you should beat yourself up over it. Because the thing with a state is that it's literally just a memorized feeling in your body. It's a memorized neurological pathway that you've just been firing so much. That it becomes kind of hardwired, but it's not really hardwired because all it takes is just a little bit of unmemorizing with a little bit of practice, and then it kind of will just fade away. Yeah. Something that I've been learning, though, is how you can kind of realize your state of being is how do you feel when you go to bed every night when the lights off all of your senses are deprived of their normal distractions how do you feel well some mm, test it out pause the fake scenario for a second 
No, no, no. Pause the fake scenario. The and fake see scenario was so much fun, though. Like, see, okay, I grew up with the fake scenarios. Sometimes they would get a little bit sad, though, right? You know, like my whole family just died in a car accident. I'm the only person alive, and my crush comes and confesses they loved me in a hotel. I mean, not in a hotel. Hotel. <laughs> hotel. No, in a hospital room. You know. That's a little bit sad. No, but the thing is, like, I wouldn't just do... I think it's, like, maladaptive daydreaming or something. I wouldn't just do, like, maladaptive daydreaming um, as I was going to sleep. It would be, like, as I was driving, as I was sitting... Even in the middle of a conversation with another person, I'd just kind of zone out and just go somewhere else. Yeah, you did it last night. We had, um, like, a dinner with some really wonderful people last night we were talking about so many awesome things getting into ghosts and aliens but that's just where a lot of conversations um if you ever have dare i say privilege um of talking with me and jasmine then that's where the conversation goes we'll just start talking about ghosts aliens yeah because i choose to believe in ghosts and i choose to believe in aliens but the ways in which i believe in them are slightly different to I don't know other things anyway anyway state get clear on your state what is it well see the thing is if you if if you don't know how you're feeling all you know is that maybe it's like numb that's still a state that's still like an emotion right it's just kind of this feeling of nothing but that nothing is still something so it could be you'll be you're sad you're depressed you know that you're feeling sad it could be numb it could be really happy it could be nervous or like what is it most of the time for you that's the point though so you're trying to figure out what how you're feeling most of the time and that's like the your state how do you do that you do that by removing all these distractions and just kind of sitting with you right now your thoughts are kind of typically a so you're feeling a certain way and then you start to think according to the way that you feel and then it's like a vicious cycle your feelings follow the thoughts that you have it's just like a pattern that keeps repeating itself and the way that your feeling and your thoughts both amalgamate into your actions. Yeah. And then, and then that's how you treat actions, other people. Yeah. And, and and how you treat other people, how you treat yourself, how you approach the world around you, how you see people. It all starts internally and then it kind of repeats itself and then it spreads out and expands into the world around you and how you interact with the world around you. Should we do a case study? So... Let's look into the state of being of the two Ellas. There's two Ellas in this scenario. There's bad bitch Ella, and then there's really sad Ella. And we're going to give you a tiny super duper 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 quick backstory as to both of these Ellas. One Ella knew what she was doing. She had a set routine every single day, and her state of being was bad bitch, okay? This bad bitch Ella was actually a real person. She was a real person. She, but she's not gone. But she she's, did a little, she she got a little sleepy there. This is Ella, like at the beginning of this year, and that Ella was confident for the world that she had around her, right? But she wasn't very confident for the world that she landed in after a twenty-seven hour flight to Germany. Europe is bigger than New Zealand by a little bit, just a little bit. And there's a few more people there, and mm. there's a few different languages, and. There's few less people that you knew. 
when you landed so that kind that confidence didn't disappear it just faded away it faded away over time because this ella as she was transitioning from bad bitch ella into terrified ella was dependency i started to depend on my external environment for all that i needed in life rather than looking inward at what i could bring to myself in the moment so what here's what i mean bad bitch ella used to wake up every single day every single day before 7 30 a.m and she used to say you know i'm getting up i'm getting outside i don't give a shizer what the weather is doing that's the german coming out yeah i don't care what's he deutsch (laughs) (laughs) i don't care what the weather's doing I'm looking after my body and I'm moving it. And so I'd move my body for an hour to two hours in the morning. And then I'd come home and do my course. Yeah. So I'd get my learning in. Yeah, but that, the thing with that is that that routine... Wasn't sustainable. No, it wasn't because your life was inevitably going to change. So in a way, you were still taking the confidence from external. Do you understand? Yeah. But it was less so. And this routine made me feel very, very confident because it was as though I've done these things for myself. Here's the underlying factor here. Done them for myself. I was depending on myself rather than other people. However, when I moved to Germany, I started to depend on the situation I had around me, which was an au pair. And why this was so difficult for me to grapple with was because I suddenly was depending on something that I didn't enjoy. It was not like a diversified type of work. I wasn't learning anything, but I was depending entirely on this one thing for my my housing, my food, my water, my friends. So it's like if you do a bad job, if you mess up, then like you're gone it's been that way i don't know i feel like when that happens and you become so dependent on another person kind of like you feel like a helpless child in a way because you if anyone remembers back to when they were kids like if you feel like you are fully dependent on your parents like your parents they uh do everything for you yeah Typically. Mm. Or the person that you're living with, if you had that situation. I mean, it's different for everyone, but, like, your parents, they when they're raising you, when you're, like, a little kid in school, these formative years, you ha- you're fully dependent on another person. When you're in school, you're kind of dependent on your teachers. Like, they look after you. Um, you're dependent on the bell and the timetable and the schedules and all that kind of stuff. And it's all external. And you kind of lose sight of yourself and you're no longer dependent on yourself and then when you kind of leave that you don't really know how to be because you're leaving your comfort zone which therefore has become this external thing and then when you're left by yourself like say as you're going to sleep at night and you you notice your state of being removed from all of these distractions and you're like oh okay I'm by myself, I'm alone, there's nothing keeping me safe, like, what? where am I going, what am I going to do? It's we have all these existential crises. Yeah, yeah, as you're going to bed, or when you wake up, like, waking up with this feeling of, like... Ah. Yeah, like, 
oh my god, I'm terrified of living, I'm terrified of making decisions because you're the only one that can make decisions, like those decisions can't be made for you. And that feeling is terrifying because obviously because you have to become responsible for yourself and your own and your own life but with that responsibility comes the responsibility of taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and especially when you don't know how to do that or you don't know where you want to go or what you want to do that's really scary so what happened was I had this idea that I was like, oh, if everything, if I can just depend on someone else for all of these other things, these things that I need to live, that's going to be so much fun. But it wasn't fun. The idea of it was more fun. Because it was as though when I go to bed at night, that feeling is going to be entirely diminished because someone else is ha- doing the hard work for me. Someone else is doing the waking up every at this certain time, that feeling of fulfillment that I was getting from this these habits that bad bitch Ella had, someone else was taking the responsibility of that away from me yeah, when I when I got you there. you can focus on other things. But the thing is, if you have a problem right now, solving that problem and having that sorted, yeah, there might be a little period after you're like, oh, ha. Huh. But eventually there's going to be another problem that you have to face with because there's a problem right now, so there's going to be a problem. There was a problem yesterday, there's a problem today, there's going to be a problem tomorrow. So you have to remove yourself from seeing things as problems all the time. So to get on a touchy aspect of this, Bad Bitch Ella was entirely self-disciplined. Therefore, she was self-reliant. She knew that through this discipline, she could handle anything that came to her. Therefore, that feeling of, oh my God, whenever, you know, you go to bed at night, that was, that was not entirely, but it was mitigated because I was like, you know, I can handle anything. Look, I have these habits. I'm looking after myself. I can handle what comes. However, if you don't have the basic building blocks of self-care, of routine, of shit that you enjoy, that you do for yourself every day, that may be a little bit hard, but it's so fulfilling. It's that longer form dopamine. You have you know? yourself and you, like, so you, you, you have yourself kind of under control, right? Or you have your own... You have confidence in yourself through building confidence. So you give yourself something to be through confident. Through this discipline. Yeah. You give yourself something to be confident about. And then you take that confidence and then it spreads out. Yeah. Kind of like everything. So you're, you're ultimately better equipped to handle all of the shit that comes your way. And so you don't really have that feeling of existential dread all the time. I just started reading a book. It's by Robert Greene. It's kind of like a collection of the lessons from all of his books that he wrote. And I when So we were driving back um, from a national park and we saw some kangaroos. And I was reading this in the car and I showed it to Ella. I didn't read it. You didn't read it? I was in La La Land, to be honest. Okay. I was entire Because our lives have been insane. And so I've been getting myself back into looking after myself for this next bad bitch Ella era. Yeah, because, see, I have... Ella's sister has seen bad bitch Ella, and she's seen not-so-bad bitch Ella. Not that you're less bad bitch, but, you know. So I've seen the different versions, but I don't know if I've ever been my own version of that, but I just remember that when Ella was bad bitch Ella, I was just like trying so hard to do everything that she was doing instead of becoming my own you have to find your own yeah i know everybody has to find their own bad bitch yeah blank because it's it's inauthentic 
right? Because yeah. you're still just trying to be another person. Anyway, I feel like all of us are kind of on a journey of discovering our calling and who we are, our purpose, um, and also our sense of self. And this is something that I, I knew that I wanted to say. And so this is chapter one. It's still on the, the beginning of the book because I just started it like an hour ago. So it says here, the first move towards mastery is always inward learning, who you really are and reconnecting with that innate force. Knowing it with clarity, you will find your way to the proper career path and everything else will fall into place. It is never too late to start this process. Mastery is a process and discovering your calling is a starting point. So in our lives, all of us are trying to become masters. We're all trying to... It's 444. We're all trying to become masters at something. No, we're all trying to become masters of our own lives. We're all trying to become our best self. And I, I feel like you never really fully even when you do become your best self you never know that you are your best self because you're still trying to be your best self and so, that process is a full life thing and so is everything it's like it's, you, you know when you become that self have that self-confidence and everything else does fall into place your career all of that because you can approach it more confidently because you have the sense of self and this and you know your self-worth and you approach it life confidently and then everything just falls into place and it's easier than it otherwise would be because you know that it can be but it all comes with discipline so it's ne not necessarily that easy because discipline takes time. an example of this is within all of the people that i've I, I, we, we both talk to a lot a lot of people and a common consensus is even if you are pursuing say a master's degree or something that's an external mastery you're mastering your external but you can still get to the end of it and have that existential i don't know what i'm doing feeling even with a master's degree this isn't you know seeking higher education this isn't progressing the economic ladder social ladder networking this isn't any of that what this is is mastering yourself no. mastering every day every single person has insecurities and worries in their life that version of you your higher self or your most confident self is still going to have those insecurities and those worries but they just navigate them differently and so it's not saying that your life is going to be 100% perfect it's not saying that a celebrity or whoever you admire has this perfect idyllic life yeah because they don't because that's not what life is yeah i feel like it comes in waves as well and it's also not to get too woo woo or esoteric here but this lack of confidence manifests in so many different parts and in ways i was feeling so not confident in myself maybe a couple of weeks ago and i got a pimple okay I got a pimple. I hadn't had, I've, I've never had acne. Maybe I did a little bit in my late teens. And so it was this inbuilt insecurity. And it made me feel so out of control. Because I was like, how am I going to fix this? I need to fix this. All of this. And I just felt as though there was an external thing that I needed to do to correct it. And through that, come to you know, landing in Australia, I got a few stress pimples, like, on my forehead, and 
Jasmine knows I've been so insecure about it. If you have a state and you're not feeling very well, you can dwell in that feeling of not feeling very well. And then you end up not feeling very well and it becomes who you think that you are and then you start enjoying it. Like I was on a walk with Ella and I was looking at her and I was like, you're sad right now. And she was like, I'm enjoying it. And I was like, fuck, well, if you're enjoying it, then how are you going to change it, right? Because you have to realize that when you're not feeling so great, and you're feeling lull or lethargic or whatever, and then that's going to be how you approach your life. You're feeling half-assed, so then you're going to approach your life with this half-assedness. Everything's going to be done half-assed. You, and you're always going to feel this lull. You're just, you're always going to have these dreams and these intentions and you're not going to go around and tell people about your dreams and your intentions, but they're never going to happen because you're not letting them happen, because you're not going out and making them happen, because you don't have the discipline to do so. The discipline to get your external goals done comes when you have the discipline in your own sense of self. The discipline starts small. It does. It starts small with little things like Picking a time to wake up in the morning and sticking to that for a week. Going for a 10 minute fucking walk. Move your body, man. Making yourself a meal. Like even getting up and going to the bathroom, waking up in the morning and washing your face. That's discipline. And instead of feeling at the end of the day like you didn't do enough, make sure that every single healthy habit that you are growing, the seed that you're planting right now, every single time that you water it, Make sure you give yourself a pat on the back. Literally a pat on the back. Make yourself feel proud. Make yourself feel that pride and that confidence for that little step. Because that is going to train your brain to do it more and more and more and more and more. That is what Bad Bitch Ella did every single fucking day. It didn't start as two hour walks a day. It started as five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour. Then it went up to two hours. Also, because when you try to, like, start, go big or go home, like, straight away, it's not going to last. Because it's, like, you're going from zero to ten, and then trying to make that jump every single day. You'll have that initial bit of motivation, but it's not going to last. You're going to lose motivation, and you're going to switch back to it it being the easier thing. You have to work your way up. You You can't just jump the whole flight of stairs. You have to take it one step at a time. Dude, to be honest, can I, this is gonna this is gonna sound a little bit mean, okay? But you're not fucking ready. You're not. You don't have the skills yet. You can't. You don't have the skills. You you your body is not used to walking. Okay, we're using the walking analogy again. Your body is not used to walking two hours straight a day. You don't have the skills to do that. You have to build your way up to the skills. You end up gonna gonna end up going home. You're gonna break your bloody ankle. Look after yourself, and that gives you a state of pride because you're working towards something. If you jump too far or too quickly into it now, then your body's going to hurt so much tomorrow that you can't even get out of bed. Yeah, and you're not going to feel good enough then, are you? So this it's like this concept of like 1% better every day. Make sure that you do that little 1% better every day because then in two days, that's going to be 2% better. In 100 days, that's going to be 100% better. And I think that's where we wrap up. That is your homework. Take one habit. So that's kind of what I'm going to do now. Is I'm going to go 
and get my little planning book that I come back to like once a week that I'm trying to get in the habit of doing every single day and write down the things that I've done or the things that I've done today that are the habits that I've been trying to recreate. Like for example, I started reading. That's something that I've been trying to do. I did some of my work on my laptop, something that I've been wanting to do. I meditated this morning. That's great. Went for a walk. You know, those things. Give myself a pat on the back instead of focusing on the things in the future that I might be a bit scared about. Instead of focusing on those and having those expand, becoming confident for the things that I've already done or things that I can do in the now to help me to, I don't know, feel like I have more control. Because if you feel like you have control right now, and you, if you feel a bit confident right now, then that's just going to keep moving forward with you in the future. Does that make sense? The because con- if you think of right now as your point of attraction. The consequence of doing it just this way, this 1% better way, the consequence of that is you're going to be so much better equipped to handle that scary shit in the future. Mm-hmm. So you are slightly looking away from it, say, right now. But you're making yourself more skilled to handle it. You're becoming the person that can manage it yeah and that is where we are going to leave you just start by doing that and if you can do that then you can do anything